everyone, and welcome to the Monday edition of the Dark Delight Podcast with Frankie Val in the drums. And now you're in the drums. I'm inside of them. <laughs> Bean. Awesome. Fantastic. Now I Frankie feel like Val in the drums. And oh, I just heard myself. It does sound good. It does. It sounds really good. Now I have to stay up here like this. Maybe I don't have to buy the other mic. I was thinking about ditching this one and going to and upgrading it. But maybe this is fine after all. Maybe. I need to fix mine up now. Like I keep saying, this is not fun. Anyway, Plainview School District. What? Say it. What? What? No, I was going to say I only had um, the, the that other USB mic. That was a gift from you years ago. Yes, the one I'm using right now. And it works fine. I know, it's but I don't s- sound the same as you. So, like, I still get the outside. Like, you've got, oh, cool. You've got. Yeah, this is my travel case now. You've got the studio-esque quality to you because you've got it on a boot, like on a boom or whatever that thing is called. And it's right in your face. Mine is like, I sit far away from it. So you get that kind of echoey sound in the background. It's a nice mic, but whatever. Anyway. Um, like I said, I can just stay here and everybody can see my face really close to the screen. Or I can yeah. hold it the way that you used to hold it like this and we can do the podcast this way. I know. I did, every once in a while, I just have to bring it up there because I know what sound I'm looking for. Yeah, I'm not pro like that. I just say what I have to say. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. Plainview over the weekend. Plainview, Long Island. Good old Plainview where I used to live. Not in Plainview, but I lived on Long Island. They, a teacher there allegedly, or did, give out an assignment to this fifth, fifth graders on, on September 11th, okay? This is the assignment. It's called Fallout Shelter. Ready? Mm-hmm. An unknown enemy has launched a nuclear strike on Long Island. Fifth graders. Because of advanced warning technology, you're aware that you have 20 minutes to get yourself into a fallout shelter located in your neighborhood. When you arrive, 10 other people wanting to get in as well greet you there. The shelter has enough supplies for you and six other people to survive the three months that you must remain inside before you can come out safely. Your group must decide unanimously who will be brought in and who will be left out. The citizens. Yeah. Number one, citizens first. Well, well I mean, that. The, the, here's the choices of the 10. Ready? Okay. A 16-year-old pregnant girl. A police officer with multiple charges of brutality pending against him, and he has what? his gun. What? What? This is for fifth graders. A thirty. Leave the brutal police officer out, of course. <laughs> That's th- his penance, death. A thirty-eight-year-old retired any, pro- any pig we can kill together, with reason. <laughs> he has his gun. Now oh, the, he has his gun? It says Don't he worry. has his gun. Now, there's a, me thinking about that would be like, hmm, we might want that guy. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Or we, can kill, or we can kill him and take his gun so we can have the gun. That too. I mean, it's a nuclear shelter, for goodness sakes. The third one, ready? A 38-year-old <laughs> retired prostitute. <laughs> a, re- a retired prostitute. Okay. okay. A 75-year-old priest. Yeah, well, a 35-year-old sterile female doctor. The script, this is incredible. (laughs) Sterile female doctor. I take a doctor, I take a priest. Six and Uh, seven. A husband and wife. They refuse to be separated. 
He is a lawyer. She is an alcoholic. I think they may have to go for a stroll together. Number eight, a 31-year-old homosexual architect. Well, we don't need to build anything when we're hiding, so he can stay out too. Number nine, a 50-year-old musician previously addicted to cocaine. He can stay out. And number 10 is a 20... What? No, go ahead. A 28-year-old drifter with no apparent skills is is the 10th one. Hmm. They don't say who you are. Oh, wait, wait. So I've already... I've already said no to the married couple the homosexual and the architect well the the homosexual and the architect are the same person (laughs) okay (laughs) you said no to the cop well i was saying no to the cop facetiously at first because i just think that this the descriptor there the descriptors are ridiculous like how the hell okay so anyway the homosexual, the homosexual architect, the couple. There's three. What was the the, the last one? Was That's, the the drifter? Yeah. I think I get rid of those four. But wait, wait, wait. Who are the other one? Oh, wait, no, no. The cop with the brutality. You got a 16 year old pregnant girl. I'm keeping her. She's fertile. You, you got to. There's he, no. Yeah. <laughs> fertile. You need. You, you're like, going to need to repopulate. Has- I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Right, and as soon as she has the baby, the cop is going to impregnate her again. <laughs> so all automatically, you'll have a small town. You'll have a small town within a couple of years, just between those two. If you keep the husband and wife, you've got a doctor. Oh no, <laughs> there was a sterile female doctor too. Yeah, well, the doctor. You don't need a lawyer. Screw the lawyer. I don't know. I think maybe maybe you can keep the cop out. You can let the the homosexual, or well, he's an architect. I mean, I don't know. Skills. I, I the, the skill the skillless uh, guy at the end is you, you can't have that. Well, you don't know. It says no apparent skills. If he's a drifter, that means he does have some skills that might be useful in a post-apocalyptic world. That means he drifts around from house to house, finding some place to be. Like he obviously has survival skills. Just my thought process. I, I don't know. Can you imagine being in the uh, in the bunker with an alcoholic that's drying out for three months? <laughs> no. I, I'm telling you, she I think, might I die. Think... She might die, and then you wasted one of your. Well, you well, you got a doctor there, but you can't have the doctor just tending to the alky the whole time. But what are the what is the doctor going to do with no supplies and a fo- they only have food? Well, it says supplies. I don't know what that means. And they only have 20 minutes to decide, so it's really... But the, anyway, you see the conversations we adults are having about this. Yeah. What the hell are f- five, fifth graders doing? And somebody, when I tweeted this, I said, can we talk about this for a second? Somebody tweeted, they use this in my diversity workshop at work. Oh, no doubt. No doubt about it. I'm surprised that out of all the people there, they didn't make any distinctions about race. I know. I know. You'd think that if they went as far as they did into talking about the cops the cops uh work record and i don't know the sexuality of the architect and not even one one comment about race the sterile female why why did the doctor sterile what the hell does that mean she probably can't get pregnant oh i know but why but why is that that's just that would not well they're obviously telling you that she's sterile because they want you to be pondering the future of the human race while you're in there. I think 
the gay guy would probably sacrifice his gayness for the species to continue. Right. I know. He'd have to just, he'd have to just suck it up, have sex with a woman. I know it's going to be just terrible. We need to have another woman in there. The poor 16 year old can't be just having to. <laughs> I know. I know. She's already made, she's already made some, uh, some decisions and uh, she's got to work through those. And she's underage, by the way. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. She's underway, underage, so oh, we can't Lord. even. So we can't I, even. I actually forgot you said she was 16. She's 16. We're pimping her out for the future of the human race here. It's not nice. Hey, listen, you know what? Um, we were a lot younger when we were first populating the Earth. And it's true. That is true. And anyway, I'm not even in the, I'm not even included in the bunker, so I'm dead. So whatever the hell you, whatever the hell these 10 do or these, uh, these six do, good luck. The prostitute can help her come to terms with what she's going to have to become, says someone in the chat. <laughs> is the prostitute, oh wait, how old is the prostitute again? 75? 35. Thir no, the prostitute is 38, but she's retired. She, okay, but so 38. So then she she hasn't hit menop menopause yet. She she might she might still be able to uh, have children as well. Yeah, maybe one or two. It would be what they call but a geriatric pregnancy. We have to hopefully have some boys born. If not, we're in trouble. I mean. Yeah. Anyway. See, you can say what you want about the um, the, the cop. He's got plenty of sperm. <laughs> you can say what you want about him being violent, but he's got plenty of sperm to give. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can bet your life on it. So, uh... I don't know. That was, that was a fifth grade assignment. They let the teacher on suspension and a fifth grade. I don't know. I, I got to see. I, I want to see some of the fifth grade responses. I wish we could see some of the actual, the actual work that was submitted. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how fifth graders are pondering these very important topics of like some of the, you'd think they wouldn't even have the life experience to know about some of these things yet. You'd think. Who knows about any of this stuff that they're pushing on to kids? What what kids actually know really understand what kind of materials they're being made to to, uh, to handle in school these days? It's so far beyond what would have been considered a, a, an appropriate scope of their age and everything in prior generations. This is this is all part of the whole child abuse spectrum. There's a spectrum now. Oh, absolutely. Because what what is the real what's the real thing here? What's the real objective of this? I I have no idea what they could possibly be seeking to get out of fifth graders with this assignment. You t you you're, you're on nine eleven, Frank. On nine eleven. On nine eleven, you're telling a bunch of you're telling a classroom of ten year olds. Remember, fifth grade is ten. You're telling ten year olds to make an inf some kind of informed judgment. About a bunch of adults. About which adults are going to die. They're they're pretty much using the 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 profiles of each of these fictitious characters to sentence for them to death. Oh, I looked at it the opposite way. <laughs> I'm an optimist. Oh well, you can't be optimistic if you've been left out of the room. <laughs> I'd, make, I'd make my own shelter somewhere in the basement. Anyway, that's that. I'm just gonna put this up on the screen because I can't anymore with this. Look at the look at the screen. 
Frank. I'm putting it on full screen for everybody. I know that the the people listening to this audio podcast later cannot see this right now, but it is six photos. That's that. What are you doing? It is six photos of Fetterman, supposedly. What is going on here? I don't know. He's getting he, he he's obviously gotten his ears pinned back, and then he got his ears fluffed. Uh, then he got his face stretched and his face condensed. Uh, then he changed. I mean, it's it's like the um, the the Wooly Willy character with all the facial hair. You can. He's Wooly Willy. The, the, Only I'm going to say same. this: the reason why I don't think that this is different people, except maybe this guy, but I probably wouldn't even agree with that. Down in the right corner here. The nose. The nose is a very specific crook in it that is visible in all of these photos. Do you agree? What an unfortunate looking guy. I know. I mean, you know, that's a whole different topic. I, I'm just I'm sick of it. I'm just sick of it. I don't I don't even you know, this 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 is just an unfortunate man. And I don't want to look at him anymore. They changed but, you know, the dress code in, in the Senate so that he could wear his hoodies and... Is that just for him? That's what Schumer is saying, that they changed the dress code so Fetterman doesn't have to vote with one foot in and one foot out because he refuses to dress appro- appropriately. He refuses. Like, what is he hiding? He's always, he's always, 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 even when he was lieutenant governor, worn hoodies and shorts. He's never, like, dressed nicely. Ever. Oh, dude, we're just a cl- we're just such a classless society. There's no class. It's terrible. None. There's no class. Why would you have this hulking man show up to 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 his job at the Senate and change the rules so he can wear some oversized? And to think that he wears hoodies that are oversized for him. What size do you think he's in now? Three X. He's definitely wearing. He's he's wearing three X. Yeah. Yeah. He's wearing 3X and it's, and it's baggy. Yeah, no, he, he doesn't need a 3X. I don't think he's that overweight. Like I get an extra large sweatshirt to wear because I want it to be huge on me because I like it that way. But still. I, I saw the, um, what, what was it called? It was some dumb, one of the dumb Krasensteins. Uh, you get things like this out of them all the time. Uh, do you think he's still unfit? John Fetterman drove almost five hours from Pennsylvania to join the UAW workers who were protesting in Michigan. Wow. What well, disabled man sat in the car for five hours, Tracy. So what? That means that he is healthy and ready to serve, Frank, as per the Krasensteins, Steins, Stuns. They're so it. terrible. They try to sound like they're moderates or like in the center somehow. I... I I hate they, they're liars. They're liars. They're just, in my opinion, they're liars. Yeah, I want, I want to shake them. I want to shake them like a British nanny. <laughs> I, want to, I want to shake them. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> okay. This is, um, I never saw this clip of Why Bob is- Dylan back in the day, but I saw this over the weekend. We're going to play it real quick. Why do you still do it? Why are you still out here? Well, it goes back to the destiny thing. You know, I made a bargain with it, you know, a long time ago, and I'm holding up my hand. What was your bargain? To get where um, I am now. 
Should I ask who you made the bargain with? <laughs> with, 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 you know, with the chief, uh, chief commander. On this earth? <laughs> and on this earth and, in, uh, and then in a world we can't see. You ever look at music that you've written and look mm -hmm. back at it and say, whoa, that mm -hmm. surprised me? I used to. Uh, I, I, I don't do that anymore. Uh, I don't know how. Very hell. I got to, to write yeah. those songs. What do you mean you don't know how? Well, those early songs were like almost magically written. Um, uh, darkness at the break of noon, shadows even the silver spoon, a handmade blade, a child's balloon. Eclipses both the sun and moon to understand you knew too soon there is no sense in trying. This Dylan classic, It's All Right, Ma, was written in 1964. Well, try to sit down and write something like that. Uh, th there's a magic to that, and it's not uh, Siegfried and Roy kind of magic, you know. It's a, it's a different kind of a penetrating magic. And, uh, you know, I did it. I, I, I did it at one time. You don't think you can do it today? Mm-mm. Does that disappoint you? Well, you can't do something forever, and uh, I did it once, and I can do other things now, but uh, I, I can't do that. But I can't do that. <laughs> now, this reminds me of the show Evil. I don't know if you've ever seen it. No. It's it's a really good show. There's a it's about devil the devils on earth and the devil is the guy that played Harold Finch and the persons of interest what's his name? That little that little actor. Um and I know I know his face. Yeah, and um he there's a there's a guy in there that wants to write a book and the devil basically makes a deal with him and he writes this book without thinking. He sits in front of his little typewriter and he types out the book but he has to do a ritual beforehand every time and then the words just come to him and he writes this book i've never seen that before the other night when i was watching um randomly scrolling through x late at night i've never seen that before but that's interesting no yeah well i've seen this i've seen this interview before and he's not the only one who's admitted he's made uh some kind of a pact with the devil who else did be, uh man who's another one there's some really interesting interesting things written about Sammy Davis Jr. Really? Uh people like him. Um oh, there are others. Now I'm blanking. Um but it's John Spot. It's one of those things. I mean, people enter into pacts and they get what they want. And um I don't know, some people are all right now. Now as far as as far as the the bargaining of eternity goes, just for a couple of decades of some money and and access and and a claim here on earth i don't know how hell how the hell anybody can be desperate enough for that to give up eternity for the blink of the eye of the yeah. eye that we're all down here we're here for not we're for we're here for nothing this is just an experience in a grand scheme of consciousness <laughs> like just like that it's pretty sad yeah. Especially when you could do it on your Christopher own. Christopher Lee didn't give up. Christopher Lee didn't make a pact with the devil. Christopher Lee warned against occultism. He was very, very. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, Christopher Lee is not a, a man of faith. I mean, he's a he's an atheist. But um, how could you be an atheist and and believe in making a pact with the devil? I don't know. 
but maybe maybe there's a there's an atheist spectrum as well obviously there's there's agnostic people who are just they just don't know but I, I don't know how you can just you can the jury can still be out on things you can acknowledge that people who have dabbled with the occult have really gotten themselves into trouble ouija boards whatever whether it just made them go insane or whether or not they started being inhabited by a um you know a foreign entity any kind of evidence that that world exists is i think a pretty good launch point to to building a faith mm -hmm. because of some kind yeah but they, they're all i mean especially if you go a-list like i say always say before i did that is ridiculous it's a ridiculous overcorrection to think that every person who ever had a credit in a hollywood film or on the production of an album every you know every tape cutter every every key grip is you know going to seances at night it's ridiculous that's a gross overcorrection but to get to where bob dylan did i have to imagine that there is always a toll that's paid um madonna spielberg obama there are people at travis scott concert was madonna. strange you know who i went to a kanye west concert years and years ago and i was dreading it but i my friend won the tickets and wanted me to go with her and i pointed out to her all the occultism was that was going on on his set and who knows where he's at now i don't even know if his his faith that he found is real i have no idea i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know either this the sunday services with with kanye have always been very weird and then all of a sudden Marilyn Manson, Justin Bieber are on stage with him, and I'm just like, I just okay. <laughs> um, I'm watching from over here. <laughs> it's just crazy. Well, well, speaking of of celebrities, Russell Brand was on Bill Maher, and this is what his interview was. And I want people to listen because obviously there's just been some huge stuff about him. In quotes, here we go. Fact: The pandemic created at least 40 new big pharma billionaires. Pharmaceutical corporations like Moderna and Pfizer made a thousand dollars of profit every second from the COVID-19 <laughs> vaccine. More than two thirds of Congress received campaign funding from pharmaceutical companies in the 2020 election. Pfizer chairman Albert Baller told Time magazine in July 2020 that his company was developing a COVID vaccine for the of humanity not for money and of course Pfizer made a hundred billion dollars okay. in profit right. in 2022 right. and, and may I just mention that finally and these are this is also a fact that you the American public funded the development of that the German public funded the BioNTech uh, vaccine when it came to the profits they took the profits when it came to the funding you paid for the funding it's difficult not okay, to but I, I will just add one thing it is possible that these are Greedy capitalists who made a lot of money. All I'm querying is this. Yes. Is if you have right. an economic system in which pharmaceutical companies benefit hugely from medical emergencies, where a military industrial okay. complex benefits from war, where an energy companies benefit from energy crises, you are going to These generate right. states of perpetual crisis yes. where the interests of ordinary and, and, people well, yes. and, separate from the interests of the elite. And cottage industries. And, and Bill. Once you create an industry like, like, checking you i still get checked to see if i have covid because it's a cottage industry people started making money by sending a nurse to my house so he does that and a bunch of stories drop over the week i mean he's done a lot more than that okay he's done a lot more than that but russell brand accused of rape sexual assault and emotional abuse and out come the quote victims with their details of how he raped them and blah, blah, blah. But it's not working out as well as they had hoped. He did this video. I don't know if you have heard it. 
his this is happening video uh yeah i watched a little bit of it i got the gist he basically makes a video talking about how he's being attacked for what he's talking about that none of the things that are being he's being accused of are true that the team is looking into it and trying to figure out what's going on and stop it blah 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 i'll put it in the show notes for you to listen to and then people women started coming forward this is interesting this woman, Samantha Presdy, I don't know who she is. She's a canceled comedian, I guess. In 2006, I refused to have sex with Russell Brand. I was in his London flat. There was a lot of heavy petting and we were both down to our pants. He didn't pressure me when I said no. He wasn't angry or abusive. Everything that happened was consensual. I stayed the night in his flat and I felt safe. I have had countless non-sexual and respectful encounters with him since. I only heard about the so-called open secret when a comic mentioned it on stage at this year's Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Edinburgh. Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I've been in the comedy industry for almost 10 years and worked as an actress, dancer, and model before that. I had a friend who was invited over to his flat at around 2014-15. She also refused sex. She didn't have a problem with him. So based on my own experience, and I'm a sexual assault survivor myself, unrelated, I find these rumors hard to believe. The entertainment industry is a cesspool of spiteful, manipulative, envious, and opportunistic people. These women apparently only came forward after being approached by journalists. I went straight to the police after my own unrelated sexual assault. Admittedly, that got me nowhere, and based on that experience, I have not bothered to press ahead legally with other unrelated sexual assaults, but I didn't go to the press either. Innocent until proven guilty. Look, I, look I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan of Russell Brand. I think that... I always am very appreciative when somebody who is by and large a commie gets it right on on uh, centralized power, the curtailing of free speech, and especially in this case over the last few years, the obvious manipulations of pharmaceutical and military industries. No doubt about it. So his voice added to the mix has been a net positive, and it's just this is just typical. I, I laughed when I heard about it. This is the first time I'm hearing this um, this woman's testimony in his defense, a character witness, you can call her. And I don't know. I I, I do not. Uh, I don't give it one skosh. What's going to end point. up happening at the end of the day, whether it happens now or which it, I, I think technically it is happening now. Like, let's just for the sake of this argument, assume that those women are telling the truth in the articles. There is a very large swath of the population who will never believe them because of how this sort of an, um, a situation is weaponized to try and take people down. How people come out and lie about things just to try and take somebody down in the court of public opinion and cancel them. I mean, we've seen it so many times now. So they have literally watered down sexual assault to the point where nobody even blinks about it anymore when someone's accused of it because of what they've done. Yeah, uh, it's just it's just obvious. Um, and, and it also just goes to show again, it doesn't matter how many boxes you check off. You could be a red diaper doper, baby. You can be gay. You can be black, whatever the hell it is. If you if you garner an audience and you say something that does not progress the narrative, especially the narrative of the need the, 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 where we all have a a, a burning need to surrender to surrender uh 
to the authorities in any way, shape, or form. You're you're not part of the club. You are going to be sacrificed. It's just what it is. So yep. he definitely took that upon himself for going, you know, going out and doing his thing and bringing his act to YouTube and then Rumble. And uh, it's he's just paying the a very, very, very predictable price, especially for somebody of his stature. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, was he with Drew Barrymore? I don't know. He was with Katy Perry. They were married. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, I- that's right. She's she's another one that confuses me. I don't know what what she's up to. She's Katie done some Perry? very conflicting messaging. Like oh, she's 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 another slave. Slave. Like Total she tried slave. to break out of being a slave, but then got drawn back into being a slave. It's very weird. Well, she's not on Britney Spears level of screwed. Oh, that's just she's out of her mind now. Like I don't even know what happened to that poor girl. I know what well, happened to her, but she's out of her mind now. Yeah, you can tell. You can tell what happened between the last time when we were talking about the conservatorship, what, two, three years ago? Maybe. And and she was talking very, you, you can tell, it, it, she almost looked like she was detoxing from a previous life, talking very calmly about how she wants to have babies and she wants to, you know, get on with it and do other things. And then she just becomes the... I don't know. You can you can you can just tell when people are taken in for tune-ups. Go to her Instagram page and just spend a minute on there. Yeah. It's very weird. You're you're gonna be All very on. disturbed. She's breaking up with her husband that she just married and I know. I mean you can you can just see how it takes a toll on people. Mm-mm-mm. It's not gonna end well. No. No no no. I don't think so either. Um Moving on, we've been covering the Ken Paxton impeachment. Over the weekend, he was acquitted. He beat it. Beat it. He beat it. He was acquitted over the weekend. Now, I have a bunch of really cool stuff here. I mean, his attorney, Busby, and his closing arguments. Here's a clip of him. Hold on. Let me see. Which one did I want to do? I think I want to do this one. Listen to this. Era in Texas in... Oh, cut in it Texas. Off. Hold on. That was the wrong one. This is the one I and want. Ken Paxton be- it says the Bush era in Texas. That's what he's saying. It cuts, cuts it off. Era in Texas ends today. We thought it had ended in the primary when Ken Paxton beat George P. Bush 68 to 32. Well, we thought it was over. It wasn't. Well, now we have an impeachment. It ends today. They can go back to Maine. This is Texas. That was in closing yep. statement. And then this. Carpet bagging bushes. Hold on. I have it queued up to just the point where I want you to hear it from. When they talk about feeling, I guess they, if that's how you pronounce his name the speaker that brought this whole thing so quickly and did all this crap. So why are we here? We're here because Dade Phelan got his feelings hurt. He was so drunk, so drunk handling the house business, knowing full well that they had no evidence to support an impeachment and they hadn't done their homework. When Ken Paxton says, hey man, you embarrassed the devil out of yourself. You should resign. They sped up the process and impeached this man. Was he actually drunk? Oh, yes, I have the clip. 
Oh, jeez. I'll play it in a minute. You've seen the video. It's all over the internet. You know, my favorite author said, Justice limps along, but gets there all the same. No, I hope. Never had to do any of this. Because this case is a case about nothing. Truly. It's a case about nothing. And people are watching. It's not just these people. There are thousands upon thousands of people watching at home who will sit in judgment, who have watched the evidence, who have been shown what has been alleged and what has actually been proven and have seen. Zero had been proven. Zero was proven. Literally zero. Here is the dude feeling that they're talking about, Speaker of the House in Texas, drunk off his ass on the floor. Adoption. Mr. Campbell, send an amendment is acceptable to the author. Is there objection to the opposite amendment? The chair has done the amendment. adopted. <laughs> Whoa. Wait a second. Yeah. Yeah. The chair recognizes Mr. Mr. Johnson of Harris. No, no, no. This is like when somebody pretends to be drunk. Like, that's how, this is like, I don't know. I thought he was having a medical emergency, honestly, at first. And then it was clear after a little while that he is absolutely inebriated. I mean, this is what people do when they pretend to be drunk and do it. I know. He is polluted. Yeah. Here. Mr. Johnson of Harris is speaking opposition to the bill. This is the house business they're doing. Did he spike his coffee that day, or is it medication? Is it is it only alcohol? Like even even the the, the subtitles that YouTube's trying to put over this are like in a different language because it can't decipher what the hell he's actually saying. He, he he's po- he's polluted. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, and that's the man. And then Ken Paxton was like, "Dude, you got to do something about this. This is bad." You're embarrassing everybody. There's a, and he's not the only one, okay? There, since this has all been going down, there have been like tons of people that have come forward and said that the that actual people in government there are are just all raging lunatics. Lots of them have alcohol problems. They're drunk all the time. This is something that has come out. You know, since. you know, what he reminds me of. He reminds me of Foster Brooks. You ever see Foster Brooks when he when he would uh, appear on the Dean Martin roasts? No, let's see if we can find something. Go go and find Foster Brooks. I mean, he would always show up to the podium and he his his whole shtick was he was a drunk guy and he's obviously acting drunk. But I mean, but it's just this that's what this this guy reminds me of. Tonight, live Hollywood Palladium, we are about to learn the winners of the 14th Annual Academy of Country Music Awards as we present Country Music Comes From Foster Brooks, Dean Martin. Uh, um, <laughs> thank you very much, Mr. McLeod. McLeod. <laughs> it's truly an honor to be here tonight. To, uh, it's nice being here tonight. Tonight, among such prestige, pres, among such pre, uh, big shots. <laughs> now that's it. That's about it for the cordial. For the cordial. <laughs> For the nice things, 
<laughs> I might say, but now for the rule. For the rule. <laughs> any guitar, any guitar, guitar player caught downfield before the kick, kick off will forfeit his G-string. <laughs> yeah. See, there you go. He should, he, they, there's your new uh, whoever over there in Texas, everybody. Yeah, so, so Dade comes out and does a statement on the verdict. The, the drunk guy comes out and he makes a statement on the verdict and he says, um, Texas Speaker of the House, Dade Phelan, today released the following statement. Over the last two weeks, the Texas House Board of Managers provided to the Texas Senate and the people of Texas extensive evidence of Ken Paxton's corruption, deception, and self-dealing. It is extremely unfortunate that after hearing and evaluating the evidence, the Texas Senate chose not to remove him from office. Moreover, I find it deeply concerning that after weeks of claiming he would preside over this trial in an impartial and honest manner, Lieutenant Governor Patrick would conclude by confessing his bias and placing his contempt for the people's house on full display. The closing statement that uh, Patrick gave, it was 11 minutes long, where he basically said, I have done this. I have not said a word to anybody about any of my feelings about any of this the entire time. And now that we're all finished here, everything's done, I'm going to share how I feel. And he ruled from the bench as judge very impartially. I mean, I've watched a lot of this. So he writes that he said this 11-minute thing where he said, we have to go in and change the Texas Constitution to make it so that this can never happen again. Because this was an absolute travesty, what happened here, with them rushing through like 1,000 pages worth of stuff and not giving anyone any time to read it and then having a vote on impeachment I, like it was really really something it really was um and so Dade decides he, he's gonna come out in his drunken stupor and and attack him um and say that 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 Paxton should be impeached and they're not gonna stop trying to impeach him basically after we just saw a few clips together Frank oh they're gonna continue to try basically he he basically says says that he says the House General Investigating Committee's subsequent investigation into the merits of the settlement produced more than enough damning evidence to warrant impeachment. The impeachment process uh, and exists not to punish the offender, but to determine whether they have abused their power so egregiously that they are unfit for office and their removal is in the best interest of the state. It is unfortunate that the outcome of this process will ultimately relinquish control of the state's top law enforcement agency to an individual who I believe clearly abused his power, compromised his agency and its employees, and moved mountains to protect and benefit himself. The Senate's refusal to remove him from office is not the end of this matter. Ken Paxton is the subject of multiple other lawsuits, indictments, and investigations. If new facts continue to come out, those who allowed him to keep his office will have much to answer for. Just yeah. And as all this was going on, we had Robert F. Kennedy. I heard about this a little bit. Yeah, he had apparently this man dressed up like a U.S. Marshal, had a badge and everything, and his gun, and was not a U.S. Marshal at all. He was just a man. Man with a gun. Yeah, he got himself in there. Um, presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has repeatedly sought Secret Service protection due to persistent threats to his safety, but his requests have been denied. Unfortunately, Saturday, the concerns of his campaign turned into a reality when an armed individual impersonating a federal marshal appeared at a campaign event. 
The man is being held in Los Angeles on $35,000 bail for a felony charge of carrying a concealed weapon. Um, Intent is not been uh, determined? Not publicly. Did did he bring a weapon to a place and impersonating a marshal? Did he only got a, a, a weapon concealment charge when he was impersonating law enforcement? The man wearing two shoulder holsters with loaded pistols and spare ammo magazines was carrying a U.S. Marshal badge on a lanyard and a belt clip federal ID. He identified himself as the member of my security detail. Armed GDBA team members moved quickly to isolate and detain the man until LAPD arrived to make an arrest. I'm also grateful to them for their rapid response. Does this guy look like a U.S. Marshal to you? Hold on a second. Look at his hand. Look at his hand. Look at his neck. Hold on. Does that look like a U.S. Marshal to you, Frank, with the tats all over his hand and fingers? And No. <sighs> so, yeah. No. no, not at all. I'm just surprised that he didn't get impersonation charges. Something. Something. Like, truly. Um... Back to Paxton. Does, does RFK Jr. have any children with uh, Cheryl Hines? I don't think he has any children with her. But he has children. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Um, where was I here? Oh, I, I think we briefly talked about this on Friday that Newsom wants a constitutional convention to change the U.S. Constitution Second Amendment. Oh. Um. Yeah, okay. He wants to... What what does he want to do? He wants... He says, California just became the first state in the nation to officially propose an amendment to the United States Constitution to end our nation's gun violence uh, crisis. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work. The the gun violence, the gun violence will just go away. You see that what's-her-name in New Mexico changed her order now instead of rescinding it completely. She changed it just a little bit to not allow guns in parks. And around where kids are or something. I'm like, is this woman a moron? They're all morons. They're literally retarded. Okay. That is, I, I keep telling people that is, you know, that's become a very taboo word these days. This is a clinical uh, diagnosis. They are retarded. Don't, don't, we're just, just, it's illegal now. You know, don't put your guns near our children. Let me just say, this is not going to make any sense to anybody with the brain in their head, because as Frank just said, he wants to raise the minimum age to 21. He wants universal background checks. They already exist. He wants a reasonable waiting period for gun purchases. What does that mean? What does that mean? And then he wants to ban civilian purchases of assault weapons. This assault weapon thing, every weapon is an assault weapon. You're using it to assault something, someone at some time, whether they deserve it or not. He obviously doesn't even know what the amendment process is like. There will never be another amendment to the Constitution again. You're never going to get... Especially especially when what you're trying to do is essentially repeal the Second Amendment of the Bill of Rights. You're never going... Because it's not not a, a vote in the Senate. You're talking about the involvement of the state legislatures. There's, you're, it's never going to happen ever again. 
So they, they need to just shut the hell up, continue to make uh, make or break their own states, which, um, to th- you know, like what a cop out for someone like Gavin Newsom to even suggest that, oh, man, if we could only have uh, they don't even politicians 3,000 miles away to make some sort of an amendment to the federal constitution, my domestic issues here in the inner cities of California will go away. They don't even follow the Constitution as it's written now, and they want to change it? Come on. Yeah. Complete cop-out. Ridiculous. Because they're not doing anything to police the, the, the Mexican-California border. They're not doing anything to do nothing. Nothing. They're, they're ridiculous on policing. There's no standards. But, of course, they, they, uh, they offset all of their responsibilities and their failures to a what is a, a body of people who have no constitutional authority. 3,000 miles away to do something that won't help. That's it. It's such a cop-out. They, they Moving a little bit to South Carolina here, number one, there was a hearing about COVID, the vaccines, and all kinds of other stuff here in South Carolina last week, and apparently this was a pretty blockbuster hearing, so I'm going to listen to it today because I didn't, I couldn't go. Um, but also in, in South Carolina... They've lost a military jet, Frank. It it was a an F-35B Lightning II fighter jet that was flying over Charleston in that area. He eject, The pilot ejected from the plane, and now the plane is missing, and they can't find it. And they're appealing to the public to help them find the plane. They, well, what is it, still flying? No, no, it landed somewhere, but it is the most expensive weapon system program operated by the Department of Defense. This plane is in that <laughs> in that class. So the most expensive weapon system on the planet is missing. that flies in the air. Uh, it doesn't have a carjack <laughs> on it. Nothing. Apparently they don't not. Have carjack. They don't have nothing. <laughs> they can't find it. It's gone. It's just it doesn't disappeared. Have a black box. Damn, they should have done that first. Let's make sure that we always know where this thing is. Let's put a little bit of a tracking device on it. Yeah, I mean... I... Like, what happens when the pilots eject? It's just... Not... What happens? It disappears. It vanishes. It disappears. It crashed somewhere, for goodness sakes. This was some sort... If they don't find this within the next hour... <laughs> It was like a week a week ago. It was September? It happened. Oh, it was yesterday. It happened yesterday. Yeah, it landed on a Chinese aircraft carrier <laughs> somewhere. That's what it did. It landed on a Chinese aircraft carrier somewhere in the, the Pacific Ocean, just out of sight of the of uh, California. Yeah, it got over there by itself, Frank, because this happened on the Atlantic. Oh, it's the Atlantic. South Carolina is not on the West Coast. Oh, I didn't hear South Carolina. Yeah, Charleston, okay. South Carolina, like right off. So the- it yeah, so it landed on a uh, on a Chinese aircraft carrier somewhere in, in Bermuda. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you feel anything? You didn't get anything from uh, the hurricane, right? No, I got Ajita. That's all. Mm. I wonder how our our friends in Maine did. Oh, it's a low jack, low jack, not car jack. Carjack is when you actually just take the car. <laughs> you want to find I haven't thought about it in so long. Do they still put low jack in cars? Do you know who was using? Wasn't it that thing that you put on the, the wheel? Wasn't that a low jack? The club. Yeah. 
You know who was using a club a couple years ago? Who? Brian Cates. Really? Yeah, because he kept getting his car stolen all the time. I my mother, she had the club. I know I a, a few people had the club. So and annoying. Got to unlock Yeah, I mean, I remember that. Boom, lock, that's it. And then what people started doing, they started just removing the whole steering wheel and putting a dummy steering wheel on just to drive it away. Yeah, because they always that was never a deterrent for people. Never. Like, oh, they've got a club, let's pick another one. Yeah. Oh, we better move on to this next car that doesn't have a club. And and I never understood how people were able to get under cars. There's a there's a story on um Citizen Free Press today, citizenfreepress.com. It is did you have your car stolen? It's probably in um I uh, India. Where is it? The whole thing or just parts? I don't know. Because around here, around here, people are waking up every day and missing catalytic converters. That's what I was going to say. I never understood how it was so easy to grab up a catalytic converter from a car like that. They can do it in less than five minutes. The organized gangs running a billion-dollar industry stealing cars from the U.S. to ship to Africa with hundreds found stashed in containers on the East Coast and a theft every six minutes, threatening a national crisis in Canada. Cars with foreign plates have been showing up in Africa in staggering numbers, with the majority hailing from Canada and the United States. 80% of stolen vehicles in Canada are set to leave the country's ports and most end up in countries like Ghana. Boy. I don't know. But that's it for today, Frank. I don't have anything else to talk about. Oh, we're not going to talk about Lauren Boebert's tits? No, I really didn't want to talk about that. Only to say this. This is what I'll say about Lauren Boebert getting felt up in a, in a movie theater, okay? He does not know what he's doing. I don't know why she's with him. He clearly is clueless about how to handle a woman. Okay. Oh my god, boobs! It's like this is my first time. I mean, he looks like a twelve-year-old, doesn't yeah. he? It's almost like she said, "Okay, fine, go ahead." He's like, "Really?" Yeah, I gotta find it now. I gotta play it on here because I had no, I had no interest to talk about this. Like, all right, so everybody's fooled around in a movie theater now and again. Not usually. Do you think that there's going to be night vision cameras on you? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now, do I agree with her vaping and pretending not to vape? No. Do I agree with how she handled the whole thing? No. But honestly, I, I also don't agree with why she is dating a lefty lunatic drag queen sympathizing man. However, those are her because choices to make. No, because she is not thinking long term. No, she's just thinking. We're talking about. We're talking. You know, we were talking about uh, do opposites attract on my show not too long ago, and the the main conclusion is well, the opposites can attract if you're just talking about a an anger bang or something like that. Yeah, elementary oh, school. I didn't mean to do that. Hold on. But uh, long term, obviously, she's there's nothing going to happen there. No, and she's going through some tough stuff at home. She really is. Like, I know what happened at her home because I listened to the story when it came out and read about it. Her husband was abusive to the kids and everything else. It's a long, troubled story, and I feel bad because she has to deal with that, and she clearly is having some stuff go on. Now, I'm looking for the video of him groping her because it's ridiculous. Like, I don't know how she's enjoying hers. Here it is. I found it. It's very, very inappropriate. But let's watch him. 
I don't think it, it doesn't look very enjoyable. It looks no. just like oh, I just want to do. Yeah, I just I just want to feel something. He's like squeezing it like you'd 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 squeeze a watermelon or something like we're we're a cantaloupe trying to figure out yeah. if it's. Yeah, I, he's just like grabbing melons at the at Whole Foods. It's just terrible. Like, dude has no skill whatsoever, at all. You know, that's the old thing. I I don't understand the people who are talking about uh, this is a it's a they're hypocrites. Hypocrite. What what the what the hell are you talking about? It is a. We're talking about HD night vision surveillance footage inside of a dark theater, <laughs> and um, I don't I don't get it. It's, I, mean, I hey, think that at, he's in on it. He's like, oh, Bobert is vulnerable. Let's let's get her right. Th yeah, this is their um, this is their project Veritas. He was just like, yo, I just landed a date with her. I'm gonna try to get, find us. I'm gonna grab those tits. The camera doesn't even move. And she, let me tell you something. Girl looks freaking hot. Okay, I'm just saying. Did you see the picture of her like walking through the? Casino Honestly, I don't want to be around any gropey, amorous couples. I don't care if they're gay or straight or how they vote. If I saw that in the theater, I would report it, too, because it would annoy the hell out of me. But it, I mean, to, to say, look, she had a uh, she had a, you know, a, a weird night out. It was it was stupid. It was dumb. The whole Therefore, thing was dumb. You, you're you're an elected official. You should never conduct yourself that way in public. But. We've got somebody running for office in Virginia who is literally taking money from people to pee all over yeah, her husband. Selling pee tapes. So, Very convenient. Very convenient. She's literally got pee tapes. <laughs> she had a she actually had a homemade porn business that was and not and and what's in and what's different about this situation with Bobert and that one is that the Associated Press actually gave the Virginia uh candidate a heads up so she can delete as much as possible. Mm-hmm. AP got in touch with her and said, um, people are digging into this. You better start deleting stuff. That's the other day. And then they have the man. Can you imagine if they had these? Uh, they should have kept uh, Jeffrey Epstein in this this theater. Nobody would ever have found nothing would have ever happened to him. The cameras work. Everything. I fine. know everything is running properly the way it should be. So we could they all watch. Just kept, them in a, kept them in a movie theater somewhere. Where were they? Colorado. Anyway, that's my comment. Her date has no skill whatsoever. Goose yeah, eggs. I know. Not, not even a nipple twist. A flick. <laughs> nothing. It didn't flick a nipple. Nothing. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. All right. Frank, you have been participating in the Dark to Light podcast from inside of your drum set today. Inside. Inside the bass drum. <laughs> you can hear us on every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern Time, audio only on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. And also at 2:30 uh, at 8.30 a.m., streaming live on Rumble, Getter, and on X. And you can see Frank Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. on QuiteFrankly.tv or on Rumble. And then don't forget, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 2 p.m., I'm making everyone laugh for an hour, hopefully. So check that out over here on our Rumble channel too. And we'll be back on Wednesday. Later.